found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, it is a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. This is the ninth day of November, and Matthew's made his way into Studio One. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Dale. Good to see you. Great to see you. We had an early morning visitor. We did. And I almost say that she has Betty Davis eyes. Well, it was funny because you came barreling into my studio because that's where the the calendar is for our morning show guest. Yeah, I thought maybe. And you're looking who's supposed to, because someone pulled up and the. Of course, I got the yips. You got the yips. Yeah. It's either a guest or an assassin in my book. (laughs) Someone that's supposed to be here or someone that's going to kill us. Right. There's only two reasons. There's only two possible reasons. But instead, it was uh, Betty Davis who came with uh, Snickerdoodle Muffins. Yeah. I never knew there was a Snickerdoodle Muffin. You can make a muffin well, whatever suppose, you want. Well, I but I've never had one. They're incredible. Just mm. incredible. Yeah. Now, you were involved in selling some of her product at auction. Yeah. So last week, um, <laughs> I was part of the Make and Bake auction at Walton Christian Church because... They used to have a, a like a live auctioneer, yeah. you know. Yeah, they got to say you can do it. That sort of thing. Okay. Um, he retired. Okay. And so they're scrambling. And they're, they're literally asking people, I'm busy, I can't do it, blah, blah, blah. They they get to the, the very bottom of the barrel of names. And so, oh, there's <laughs> Matt. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, so, so I did it. And another guy that goes to to Walton Christian, Gary Butcher, he and I kind of shared duties that night. And uh, did I hear her correctly? She got thirty bucks for her thirty five thirty five bucks thirty five thanks to your auctioneering abilities. Yeah, on her product. Yeah, brownies is that what what? she made some fudge? Fudge. Everything Betty makes is is just (laughs) incredible. When I was on staff there, okay, October is Pastor Appreciation Month, and and as part of that, she would she would come and give me this tub of it's like Chex Mix, right? Okay, yeah. but it's her spin on it, and it's it's insanely good. Like October rolls around, I'm like getting okay. Where is it? <laughs> it's so good, so good. But she was um, so nice to come in this morning, and bring those. Thank you, Mrs. Davis. And I, I I didn't hear the reason why she she did that. Well, I I guess it was, um, see, she felt as though I made fun of her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because, you know, Grant, her son's birthday was on the list. Right. And she said for Monday the 7th. And when I'm looking at, the, I thought, now surely she knows the, the proper day, the 7th. Okay. I mean, she gave birth to the boy. Mm-hmm. But see, she was saying, and that was actually Sunday. So I'm confused. I'm thinking, surely it's Sunday, not Monday. Right. And, and of course, you know. So I think she brought that as a peace offering for us. Well, see, it was funny because I, I was, I was actually going to text her and say, "Are you sure about this?" Yeah. You know, I wasn't going to drag her under the bus on the air. <laughs> But I was going to text her back and be like, are you sure about this? Because, you know. Yeah. But uh, apparently, in between that, you already made fun of her because she texted me later and said, you know, thank you for not making me look like 
Well, I didn't mean anything by it. (laughs) (laughs) And then she put me in the uncomfortable situation of a hug. Yeah. You know, that's because I gave her a hug. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Matt. Good lead. Because I'm a hugger. Then I sit there and stare at the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Human contact. Wait, wait. Is that my phone? (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, Mrs. Davis, for the treats. They'll be well enjoyed. She had something else in the auction. And it was like... Banana punch. No kidding. Like she makes banana punch. And she said she'll make it up to, that would serve up to 200 people for your next gathering. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, that's awesome. I can't remember how much it sold for, but. <laughs> and see, the, the, the problem was that night I was I was by myself because we had kids doing yeah. all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, do I need banana punch? Do I need to bid? Like, <laughs> should I bid on this? Would my wife kill me if I bought banana punch enough to satisfy the thirst of 200 people? That's a lot of people. That's a lot. Yeah. But it sounds intriguing. Banana punch. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can't remember what it sold for, but it, it sold. So. You got some fantastic prices for some great food. Mm, you know, that's, that's for sure. For sure. This is something that I want you to start doing. Okay. Looking in the mirror can make you feel good. Okay, so every morning before you come in, in the bathroom, all alone, I want you to get in front of that mirror. (laughs) Bare-chested. Bare-chested, of course, yeah. And uh, tell yourself just how wonderful you are. Says researchers flash pictures. (laughs) That included the person's face or... Outlines that resembled their own facial features, as well as pictures of faces containing altered characteristics. They also looked at the brain's response toward the pictures. <laughs> and again, research. We got to get involved in research. <laughs> we really do. There's research for anything. <laughs> they found the hidden images of their own faces subconsciously stimulated several brain areas, including a central component of the dopamine reward pathway. So you love yourself. I disagree. Maybe it, maybe it's just me. But, like, have you ever been, in, like, at a store, yeah. the mall, a restaurant, yeah. and suddenly, you know, there, there's a mirrored surface? And you don't know. And then all of a sudden you look over and you're looking at yourself. It's kind of like, hey, is that me? Oh, my gosh. Who's that that guy? (laughs) He's staring at me. Is that what I look like? Oh, my gosh. So when you're uh, looking in the mirror in the morning, you're not thinking great things about yourself. I don't stand there saying, oh, my gosh, the world is lucky to have me. Man, I feel bad for other guys because I'm out there like, man. See, that's the way it should be. Maybe a couple of flexes. Uh, and uh, normally it's like, is that toothpaste on my beard? Is that... Okay. 
It is 6.30. We'll break for news. We've got weather and uh, we've got more tidbits coming up as well. This is Tidbits. It's a um, Tuesday, right? It is a Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the ninth. Sure is, buddy. So here we are with tidbits. This a um, you know, one of my favorite shows back in the day really was uh, was Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. Okay, I, I really enjoyed that yeah. show. It was kind of interesting. I liked the the aspect of what right. was going on with it. Well, uh, part of that show, Dean Stockwell. Mm. He was Admiral Al Kalavicki, opposite Scott Bakula. Okay. He um, he passed away at the age of 85. But uh, I really liked that show. It uh, it was, uh, I liked the ass, you know, I just liked the thought and how, it kind of thought like my brain. Yeah. You know, what if he could leap? Sure. You know? Sure. Now, I don't think he could ever leap outside of his own lifetime. Right. But, um. He could leap and never knew where he was going and was hoping the next leap would be home. He wanted to go home. He did. Yeah. He really did. See, that show was about, I think it was, I was a little bit too young to really get into it. Yeah. It was on from 89 to 93. Is that right? Yeah. That long ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was like just yesterday. Okay. <laughs> So I would have been, you know, 14 to 17. Okay. Well, you had other thoughts. I sure yeah. did. And it wasn't Quantum Leap. You were on the band, uh, in the garage, in your band. Come on, fellas, do it again. <laughs> I was thinking of that the other day. Yeah. I used to go out in the garage in the summer, and I had my amp out there and just let it rip. Yeah. And I, well, I, we had neighbors not that far away. They had They had to have heard it. Is if you weren't doing it at all hours, I'm sure they were okay. Oh, with it was it. one, two o'clock. Oh, morning. for heaven's sakes, be courteous. <laughs> oh, Matt. Because I wanted to play, but I could couldn't wake up mom and dad. So, out in the garage we go. All right. Got a perfect job for you. Dodge announced a new business plan called Never Lift, that combines new products and giveaways with a rebooted performance parts business. Project includes the hiring of a chief donut maker who will be paid a hundred fifty grand for a year to drive a Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat. Ah. As an ambassador for the brand at select events scheduled around their day job. So by by donuts they mean like skid marks. Yeah. 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 Donut maker. Yeah. Not like a deep fried. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're not making the donuts at these events. You're getting to drive the nice car. Yes. There's also a 25-8 promotion that's named to signal Dodge works harder than 24-7. (laughs) (laughs) We work so hard, we're going to make up time. We'll just make up our own. So they're (laughs) 25-8. And they'll have celebrities from the automotive, sports, and entertainment world giving away dream cars through individual sweepstakes. Okay. More info on how to apply to become the chief donut maker is coming in January. 
Dodge is promising to make at least one product or enthusiast-related announcement every three months for the next two years Wow! before the introduction, uh, introduction of the first electric model. Be a great gig. Yeah, it would. Driving that thing around for 150 grand? Jeez. Not bad. Yeah, I'll say. Do you know how to, like, do a donut? Well, on snow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I've, I, I must admit, I've never been that rambunctious to right. do it on right. pavement. My, my thing is, I've never had a rear-wheel drive car to do it. Yeah. You know. Because those, those are kind of few and far between. They you know? cer- certainly are now. I mean, they yeah. really are. Yeah. Back in my day, though. You know, That's all you had. Yeah. But, but no, I never. I don't know, you know. I had some friends. Their big deal on the last day of school set up in the parking lot and burn rubber. <laughs> and all they were doing was ruining their tires. You know, it's like, dude. I mean, it was That's big perfectly good tires on that car you're tearing up. In fact, somebody blew a tire that day, and it's like, nice. boy, this is great fun. Woo, good times. <laughs> Bears fans, <laughs> tough news for you. <laughs> Pittsburgh held off the Bears 29-27 on Monday Night Football. So the Bears lose. They're now 3-6. and six. I'm not going to lie. At the beginning of the year, I, I, I swore that Ben Roethlisberger had called it quits. Really? And I'm not I'm not kidding. And I watched like the first highlights of the year and it's like Ben Roethlisberger threw it. I'm like, he's still playing? <laughs> now, he's one of those guys. He's still playing. That looks slow and awkward. Yeah. He's always been kind of yes, slow and yes, awkward. He has. But he's still he's still kicking. He's still doing yeah. it. Oh my gosh. I've never seen an era of such aged quarterbacks. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It is. This says that two in five Americans feel out of shape after taking a flight of stairs. <laughs> and yet, if you remember, we had the one story that like 60% of, of dudes were like, yeah, I could be in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, buddy. <laughs> According to a new study... Strength or weight training, 38% doing yard work, 38% and cardio exercise, 37% also leave respondents feeling uncomfortably sore. Mm. (laughs) This could be why nearly three in five say they're reluctant to exercise at all. It hurts. I don't want to do it. (laughs) Half of those respondents... Feel like exercising would be a lot of work. Well, it is. <laughs> and forty-seven percent dread post-workout soreness or aches and pains. Isn't that what you're supposed to get, Pat? Like, like the first couple times you're going to be, yeah, yeah, terribly sore. Like, okay, remember last year? Was it last year? <laughs> year before? I, it's all blur now. I did that Fight Club thing, and we did. Yes, that's right. We did this thing down in Indy, yeah. and you had to do this like time deal and like i thought i thought i was like for real injured like i hurt i hurt so bad i was convinced it's like no matt you just did some push-ups and 
It's amazing, though, to realize what you're not really using when you do. Oh, for sure, man, for sure. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Push-ups. Here's a... uh, Another bad idea, an apartment fire started in Des Moines when an occupant attempted to light a bug on fire on a futon. <laughs> Why did we choose to kill bugs like that? I don't know. I don't know. Several people have been displaced after this fire. Emergency crews had to block off part of the main road while they battled the flame. No one was injured, but smoke filled the entire building. Even though only four apartments had any damage, they're taking extra precaution and evacuating three other units because of all the smoke that filled the building. Is, the, bu- is the bug dead? <laughs> Probably not. Why do you... I don't get it. You know, we I had a guy that caught his mom's house on fire the other day burning cobwebs. Right. You know, and it's like, right. what are you doing? Come on, man. And finally... A student at Michigan State said her Costco air fryer exploded after she and her friends left it on top of a hot stove. (laughs) She's gone viral on TikTok after sharing video of her melted and mangled air fryer, which blew up after being heated by an electric stove. Wow. Firefighters had come to uh, the apartment to put out the fire. The stove was also completely destroyed the incident. Mm. Now what are they going to do? They don't have an air fryer or a stove. You can't make anything. Nope. Now why would you put that on a hot stove? Are you just not thinking? That's the kind of people Michigan State's turning out. That's. <laughs> they did lose to the far wiser Purdue Boilermakers. There you go, baby. So. There you go. <laughs> Because no one from Purdue has ever made a poor decision, ever. (laughs) Well, I guess I got time for this one. This is about a trash barrel from Myrtle Beach. (laughs) Ended up in Ireland. The barnacle-covered trash barrel (laughs) made it more than 3,500 miles across the Atlantic. The city of Myrtle Beach took to Twitter to reveal a man from Ireland who wrote them and shared pictures of the bright blue barrel with city stickers on it. What the heck? City officials also say that the barrel must have been carried away in the Gulf Stream during a major wind or storm event. I would say so. Just imagine if you could ride a barrel. If I could ride a barrel to Ireland. Okay. (laughs) I'd do that. I think it'd be a pretty terrible journey, to be honest, but okay. You ride your barrel to Ireland, have fun. How long would that take, do you think? That's a good question. You know, it's had to, it's got barnacles. Okay, so right. Right. It's been out there for a while like one of those Mersk vessels <laughs> that have yet to be unloaded, just sitting in the ocean waiting. But what an incredible journey. That's that's crazy. 3500 miles. Have you ever been to Myrtle Beach? I have not. I know you have. Fantastic area. Do a little shark fishing there, don't you? Uh, not in Myrtle Beach, okay, but right. um, in South Carolina. Okay, yeah. Right. But, yeah, Myrtle Beach is awesome. Great beaches. Yep. Good time. Good climate. I mean, it's in the south, so yeah. it's going to be hot and muggy no matter okay. what you do. I, I've never been there. See, I need to get out. Mm-hmm. I need to wander our nation.
Start a new program, Wonder Our Nation. Wonder Our Nation with Dale Al. You'd be a travel blogger. Charles Corralt used to, you know, he'd do that on his Sunday program on CBS. He'd always go somewhere. Charles made me learn about the different parts of our country. There you go. See, that could be, you could bring that to a whole new generation. <laughs> so, so there you go, Matthew, some tidbits on a Tuesday. Oh, day packing with Dale. <laughs> day packing. You know, well, in my adventures, there will be no, there will be no hiking. <laughs> there will, okay. It's basically, you know. You get to your destination, you might get out, stretch your legs. It would just be a collection of, well, this city has a nice casino. (laughs) Today we're going to Atlantic City, kids. Oh, Matt. There you go, some tidbits. We'll do it again tomorrow. All right. All right, see you later. Have a good one. All right, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.